On this episode, I talk about why you should be constantly reevaluating your decisions and building in feedback into your decision-making process. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 61 of the Lawyer Lifestyle Podcast for April 25th, 2018. My name is Dave Scriven-Young, an attorney from Chicago, Illinois, and I'll be your host. This podcast takes you on a daily journey to discover key principles in the areas of marketing, sales, and leadership for attorneys. So we're talking about making good decisions, and we've reached the last step uh, identified by Peter F. Drucker in The Effective Executive. And that is that we need to build in feedback into the decision-making process to provide a continuous testing against actual events of the expectations that underlie the decisions. And this book is interesting because, as I said, it was published uh, a while ago. And the principle, I think, is very sound. Um, You know, you have to look at your decisions and test as you go forward, you want to test whether that decision excuse me, is working, whether you're talking about a strategy for your client, whether you're talking about a marketing strategy, whether you're talking about um, a strategy for you know, your personal life. You really have to test whether or not it's going well or it's, or it's not working at all. Um, and that is because you don't want to, um, I mean, it's really simple. You don't want to continue going. Um, towards uh, a failed strategy. Just because you made a decision doesn't mean that you made the right decision. You know, people are wrong all the time. Even if you go through uh, the process that I talked about in the last, you know, four podcasts about how you can make a good decision effectively, even if you do that, sometimes you'll make a bad decision. Um, And so you really have to test. um, You really have to test against what's happening in reality, what the facts are, as opposed to what you hoped uh, the goal would be uh, for making that decision. And what I mean by, you know, it's interesting looking at this book because, you know, most of the examples are old examples. So one of the decisions that he made or that he talks about in his book is about um, essentially a decision about how, you know, the, uh, the Bell system came up um, and became essentially a telephone monopoly. And I don't know if you remember, I don't know, you know, how old you are listening to this podcast, but I'm about 40. And I certainly remember, um, you know, I like to call myself a zenial. You know, I, I had some, like an analog childhood and a digital adulthood. So, you know, I certainly remember, you know, hard-lined uh, telephone lines, you know, having a house phone. And, you know, Illinois Bell was essentially the phone company. Um you know, in, in the Chicagoland area. And, um, you know, there was no, certainly no cell phones. I mean, I think, like, as I got older, there were, like, you know, the big car phones, bag phones that people had. I didn't have it because, you know, my family wasn't well off and certainly really didn't have a need for a car phone. Um, I think one of my parents got a beeper at one point or maybe not. But anyway, the point is um, he talks about this really momentous decision um that created the 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 bell system um and the interesting thing about it is that the illinois bell system is gone now right um i don't even know i I forget who owned um the bell system probably the bell company but regardless 
Um, we don't even have really house phones anymore. I mean, I'm sure some people do. I mean, I gave up my house phone a long time ago, um, and I just use my cell phone. Not a lot of people have hardwired um, phones anymore. Um, and then he t- the the funny part is he talks in the book about well, with the advent of computers, now it's all different. And you know, <laughs> I think he died. Peter Drucker died in 2005, so he saw a little bit of the um, the tech revolution, but uh, you know, not not really. Um, computers uh, and internet and um, streaming and and cell phones are far different in 2018 than they were in you know when he died in 2005, and certainly different from when this book was published. So I guess the point is. Um, even though, um, uh, you know, a good decision, so even though you make a decision and it looks right and you certainly have, um, a goal in mind and maybe you're, you know, close to meeting that goal, you're going along in that goal, something may happen that drastically changes, um, your outlook in terms of what that decision, uh, is doing for you. So whether that's, you know, creating, you know, you're basing a decision on technology that may not even be around in, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Um, so you always want to be reevaluating uh, your decisions and your decision-making process. You know, just because you made a decision 20 years ago doesn't mean that the decision is still right for the company. And I talked about this on, you know, a podcast a while ago, who knows when, um, but essentially about don't get stuck in the past because um, technology is really, really changing the way that we uh, live our lives, really changing the way that we um, um, certainly are practicing law. I mean, I, I electronically filed something yesterday, and you couldn't do that, at least in Cook County. You couldn't even do that a few years ago, um, and you certainly couldn't do it well even last year. So I guess my point is we really want to be reevaluating decisions that we made in the past and think about what changes are coming down the line um, that that we need to uh, change our decisions um, to make sure that we're they're they're still working in the day that we're living. Yes, it made sense thirty years ago to make a decision that created the bell system. Does it make sense to rely on old technology now? Of course not. Um, we we need to be constantly looking back, looking at the decisions, see which ones are still good. Then we continue moving forward with those. If they're still, if they need to be changed because they rely on something that an assumption that is no longer um, uh, available or no longer true, then we need to change that decision. And it's very difficult. It's very difficult to um, look back and say, you know, that decision we made while it worked pretty well for us for a while is really no longer making sense um, right now because, you know, whether it's, you know, using a dicta- an actual machine, dictation uh, machine instead of, you know, doing something on your computer and having a computer transcribe it or, you know, whatever technology you have in your office that you know is completely outdated, but it's e- far easier to continue using it than it is to... Uh, get with the times. I want you to really think about, um, especially if you run your own firm or you have power within your own firm, uh, or not your firm, but a firm that you know your partner in. Um, 
you really want to think about, you know, what decisions can we make to make things better, get with the times, and, and stop um, just going, using things that we've been using for, you know, 30 years just because we've been using them for 30 years. So that's your action item for today. Um, and that's it for now. Don't forget to hit me up on social media. I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or Snapchat at AttorneyDSY. Let me know if you have any comments about this episode and uh, tell me what you think about this podcast. I really want to hear uh, your feedback. This podcast is available on all of the you know, major podcast uh, platforms, so please be sure to subscribe and rate and review. And have a great day or night. And remember, fight for the lifestyle that you want and become the rainmaker that you need to be.